On today's episode, three non-paleo bachelors share their thoughts on dating a paleo woman. And we're back with another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. Thanks so much for dialing in, everybody. I am so excited about today's episode. Um, It's kind of a little fun pet project of mine. I got this wild idea for an episode based on some questions that ladies had been emailing me. And, you know, I like to think of myself as I have some of the answers, but I definitely don't have all of the answers. But I will bring you the people that at least have those other answers that I don't. And so for this one, it was all about dating. I've been getting a lot of questions lately about really just how to handle if you're, let's say, I'm going to really speak to just the ladies on today's episode, but you're a gal and you're out on a date or you like a guy or, you know, he's already asked you out. Um, When is the appropriate time to tell him that you follow a paleo lifestyle? Um, You know, when do you tell them that you like CrossFit? You know, because some of us are A lot of ladies, at least that have been writing me, are kind of afraid of the connotations associated with all that stuff. So I thought, who better to ask than my three most favorite eligible non-paleo bachelors. So, bachelor number one, I am so pleased to introduce you guys to Dr. Preston Carlisle. Preston is a second-year psychiatric resident at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He and I have known each other for about 15 years, which probably made me feel older than anything I've ever written in my entire life. (laughs) We both attended Health Careers High School, actually in San Antonio, as a magnet school, Um, and Preston did me the honor of attending Senior Prom as my date. So I don't want you to be too intimidated, ladies, but I have to brag on Preston just a minute. He spent a year playing semi-professional football, graduated from Brown Medical School, and has his own incredible wealth of personal nutrition and fitness experience, especially as it relates to his time spent in athletics in high school, and then in college, and then in that semi-professional league. So he's a really great resource. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know, Preston, I don't think you consider yourself paleo, so which is why I thought you'd be perfect for the show, plus you're funny, and you're a straight shooter, and I know you'll give me some straight answers. So welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for that, that introduction <laughs> that is only going to lead to disappointment for <laughs> all of your listeners. That was, that was very nice. Some Thank- of the things sounded maybe true. They're all true. They're all true. You need, I, that's my favorite part of this job, actually, when I interview people, um, is bragging on them. Because it's so much fun. It's so much fun to hear somebody else say what you do. It always sounds better than when you say it in your head. So, well, cool. I'm excited. Um, you know, I want to pick your brain on kind of the dating scene. You and I haven't lived in the same state in 15 years, just about. Um, so, you know, we haven't, we, we've kept in touch with phone and social media and things like that. Um, but I'd love to kind of hear your perspective. You always have a unique perspective on things. So first off, (laughs) (laughs) that was a a very nice way of saying that. I don't know what you mean by that. (laughs) I feel like soon everyone is, everyone's going to be aware. Um, okay, well, we'll, well, let's kick this thing off. 
What do you think is the best way for a lady to address her dietary concerns going into a new dating relationship? The best way to address uh, any concerns that you might have um, going on a date um, is if you know where you're going uh, for dinner, call ahead. Uh, look at their menu ahead of time. Um, look at things that you can eat. Um, you know that that are within your dietary, you know, r- restrictions or regimen. I mean, that's I, I think that's fair. Uh, the guy usually puts in a lot of effort, um, you know, to find a an appropriate date. Um, so you know, putting in that little bit of effort, I think, is would probably go a long way. That's a really great idea. I would have never thought of that you know, to research the restaurant and just become comfortable with the menu. And then when you get there, you're ready to just place your order and you can just go on trekking through the night. You know, there's so many of these people who are fit and active. And for some reason, they think that that's going to be an awkward elephant in the room to address. And it's really not. I mean, I think that it's, um, it doesn't have to be seen as, is a bad thing. If anything, it's a great thing. It shows that you take care of yourself, um, and you put yourself as a priority in that regard, but no, that's a great answer. It's the only kind that I have, Cassie. <laughs> I know. It's why I don't sound surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of advice would you have for for women who are really great women who are looking to date really great guys? I think knowing what you're looking for is is important. Being honest in what you're looking for is is of utmost importance, um, you know, what you're looking for isn't necessarily what the next person is looking for, isn't necessarily what society says you should be looking for. Um, but I think being honest with yourself as to what you're looking for um, is is probably a really good starting place. That's great advice. That really is, and being honest about that. knowing when you're sitting down, it kind of eliminates some of the confusion and some of the fear and some of the anxiety around a first date. If, you know, you're kind of already friends with somebody and they probably already meet a lot of what you're looking for. What is it that you, Preston, Dr. Preston Carlisle, are looking for in a lady? I'm surprising you with this question. I'm sorry. You asked to be prepped and I totally surprised you with this one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. I really, that's 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 what I wanted. I was I was hoping for that. Um, you know, I I I honestly would probably say things like self respect, um, uh, and and knowing what they want. Uh, again, going back to those things, mm-hmm. um, that way there's no surprises or no secrets. Um, you know, I, I think that dating is, at least in my age, it's, it's no longer a sport. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not something to win. You don't get a trophy at the end, you know, per se participation trophy. Um, it's not a sport. Um, so, you know, again, being, knowing what you want, um, being both honest and forthcoming about that. Um, and having, having self-respect, 
uh, in all of its forms. Those are those are pluses. Those are those are big ones that we look for. So I think you know overall, I think being forthcoming and honest with what you want and expect, um, both I guess for yourself um, and for the other person, um, is big. Uh, self-respect is extremely important. Um, and, you know, obviously just a rock and bod. <laughs> totally. And, I'll, and you know what? Self-respect will can really contribute to that. I like to think that one of the reasons when... Preston, I think that... I don't think you and I saw each other for... We haven't seen each other actually in person in a really long time. Um, but, you know, when I graduated from college, my... I like I started I was a very different person than I was in high school Um, I was really sick and didn't take great care of myself in college you know with food and all that stuff and I did all of the stupid diets and of course none of them worked and I just got sicker and sicker and I wound up in like a size 12 uh, 14 dress and then essentially what happened you know like a flip just or a switch just flipped in my brain And I decided that I respected myself too much to be in pain like that Um, because my joints really hurt and everything. And, you know, I carried carried the size well because I'm a taller girl. Um, So it wasn't really obvious that I think I didn't look overweight. But anyways, as soon as I really started respecting myself and taking care of myself and I followed a grain-free paleo kind of lifestyle... um, all of a sudden my body shifted and I just became a lot healthier. So I think that healthy people, it's kind of, they're, they're walking the talk, so to speak, the self-respect talk, and they're actually living it out. Yeah, so. I, I couldn't agree more. I'm, I mean, feeling, um, feeling good, you know, is, is integral, an integral part of, um, you know, carrying yourself, um, Carrying yourself and, and acting in a manner in which you believe you should be treated by others, and that's something that's not tangible, but it's it's definitely palpable. Totally. Oh, that's beautiful, Preston. Man. Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of it's kind of my thing. <laughs> really beautiful words of wisdom. Yeah, I mean, I've been. Called a modern day. No, I'm done. Okay. I'm, I can't, I can't. <laughs> uh, okay. No, that was awesome. That's really, really great advice. I think that you got some great nuggets out there. I hope that all the ladies listening, really what I want you guys to get from this is these are, these are the guys in my life that, like I said, are straight shooters. You know, Preston's not the kind of person to just say something because he thinks that I want him to say that exact thing on the show. So nope, I don't care about your feelings. I know. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, you know, at least not in this context. So I, you know, I hope you guys are taking this to the heart. You know, really what he's essentially to summarize, if I may, you know, be yourself Taking care of yourself is nothing to be ashamed of. And if anything, it's an attractive quality that is it's going to be a really great door opener to dating the guy that you probably really want to be with. And if they are not game for it, then you probably don't really want to be dating them to begin with. So, cool. Awesome. Yay! 
I got Dr. Preston's stamp of approval. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, Preston. No, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. This is an honor. Oh, the honor is all mine. Bachelor number two. All righty. Now I'm back with one of my dear friends, brother from another mother. Uh, and he ha- also happens to be my cousin, Mr. James. James, do you want me to even say your last name, or are you afraid that the paparazzi will show up outside your window? They're already waiting, so it's fine. I can go ahead and... Okay, James Hunter. <laughs> oh, my God. There it is. <laughs> they already showed up. Um, so I am just thrilled to have James on the show today. James is, you know, I was joking, brother from another mother, but he, uh, we're cousins, and we've known each other my whole life. Um... And we've just developed just a friendship over the years, and uh, I, I love him a lot. I don't have any brothers. I'm the oldest of you know us three sisters, and James has always kind of been that uh, that really fun cousin. He'd go to the, if we ever went out dancing, I still vividly remember going out dancing a few years ago, and it was when my youngest sister, Samantha, I think was old enough to go out to clubs, uh-huh. and you were just like this... I don't even know what pit bull. <laughs> well, somebody has to fend off the vultures, and that's, you know, it, I gladly accept the duty. Well, you're really, really good at it. It cracked me up more than anything. I just remember hanging out with people and chit-chatting, and I look over, <laughs> and it's just kind of like if you just imagine a reality show that spans from these couple people having a conversation, and it broadens the scope, and you see this other person sitting there leaning on the bar just shooting horrible daggers (laughs) (laughs) those aren't daggers that's my bar face (laughs) your bar face don't how rude that's my big brother bar face (laughs) oh man it just i love it so much but anyways james and i are great friends and uh we talk a lot about i guess just the dating world at large i'm now married um and james is actually one of the two guys that uh helped marry me in austin so it's really special um in the rain thanks again for doing that Sure. And, um, you know, we've talked over the years about just, you know, he's seen me date, go through the dating scene um, and vice versa. And I just think that you've got a wealth of information. He is, he won't say it himself, but he's one of these devilishly handsome men. And he... Oh, I'd say, I'll say it. I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But thank you. You're welcome. He really is. He's one, he's a, he's a very handsome man, but he's, I also believe him to be one of the really few good men. Aww. Not that there's only a few good men, but he's one of those guys that is actually, um, you, if you passed him on the street, you'd be like, well, he's so good looking, he's probably a jerk. And uh-huh. <laughs> James James isn't. He's at, he's a total sweetheart, um, good to the core, and I think that he's, I, I don't know, I'm curious to get your thoughts on some of these questions I have for you today, because um, there's a lot of ladies who listen to the show, and um, I think you'd be able to to give them some good perspectives. Oh, well, let's do it. Yeah, welcome to the show. Okay, so to briefly introduce, um, you know, today we're talking about dating a paleo woman, according to three non-paleo bachelors. And, um, you know, nowadays there are more and more of us ladies who are following a healthy lifestyle. You know, we're fit and we're active and we like to eat healthy foods. And we also like to go out on dates and have a good time. So, you being one of them, I've asked three of my dear friends uh, to join me on the show to kind of address this directly. You know, what are your thoughts 
about um, you're a person who you're very you're a very health conscious person, I would say, mm-hmm. um, but you don't necessarily abide by a very strict protocol like so many of us do. And the purpose of this show is to provide kind of well-rounded information. You know, like this is the the best way to get healthy. This is a really direct route, but um, here's a realistic approach to it. Um, so, what are your thoughts about dating a woman who's following a paleo lifestyle? Well, it's it's tricky because, I mean, are we talking about did I get to have any precursor texts and, you know, did I get to find out information beforehand or am I finding out at the dinner table, uh, uh, I can't eat anything on this menu. So <laughs> as far as dating somebody that's healthy, I, I stick to a diet where I kind of, I, I watch a lot of things. Like uh, I went through your elimination diet and that's kind of guided me, you know, for the last, I mean... I only did it last year, but before that, I was never big on breads, and I was not real big on uh, a lot of starchy stuff like pastas and uh, sugars. I've not been a huge sugar freak. So when I eat out or with somebody else, I'm I'm pretty conscientious of what I'm eating. And so if we're talking about dating somebody, and if I've had a chance to talk through it, like you don't just surprise them and pick them up and just go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have a you've got a plan, and you find out ahead of time what they can or can't eat. Because yeah, you're right. A lot of people stick to some really stringent diets, and some people have uh, deal breakers as far as that goes. So if they're paleo, I, I mean, I'd like to say I'd, I would have found that out ahead of time and planned for it. I don't think it's a huge problem, not for me, anyways, because there's a lot of places that cater to that nowadays, and. I mean, you can, I can, I can find something moderately healthy anywhere I go. But as far as the girl goes, yeah, I mean, you want to take them somewhere that they want to go, and obviously they have to have some food that they can eat too. So it's that's that's kind of a big deal, and I, I think doing your homework ahead of time is is key. That's great. So you would you say it's better to address it um, before instead of just surprising the guy when you're at dinner? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Surprise! I can't eat here. Let's go somewhere. Else. <laughs> I'll have I'll have a few other more lemons with my water because that's all I'm going to be eating. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, that's that could be ugly, and it's never happened to me. Fortunately, um, I've you know I've met some people that are diabetic or they've got other issues where they they're very picky about what they eat because of that. I've even had some health nuts uh, go out and have an issue with most of the food on the menu but for the most part anywhere you go you can find something and you know if you're that paleo person or you're on such a strict diet that you can't eat anywhere um, you need to disclose that ahead of time and you know give give everybody ample opportunity to prepare for your uh, <laughs> your dealings at the dinner table <laughs> that's a good way to put it um, can you think of of the of a right way and a wrong way to tell somebody ahead of time? Because I think this is what have people nervous. I think they probably, um, <clears throat> you know, some of the people who follow a paleo lifestyle, whether they're just starting off and they're just trying to heal. Because you and I mean, you've seen me eat lots of times, and I am not a, I'm not strict paleo. I have wine and I have some dairy, um, rice, and things like that. Um, But there are some folks who are at the beginning of their healing journey and they're just trying to get healthy. Um, So they almost, 
when you when something's brand new to you like that, you almost don't know how to talk about it, um, and or maybe you don't know how to not be defensive about it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, and so I think that some of the questions I've gotten from listeners and readers is that they just they just don't even know how to approach it, you know, without sounding defensive or sounding. I think they're afraid that the other person is going to think they're crazy, crazy or soapboxy. Like I feel yes. I feel like I get that sometimes also when. When I disclose that, hey, I eat healthy, but it should, I don't know, it shouldn't be something you're ashamed of or something that you have to teeter around because it's its important to you, just like religion or your family or whatever else. It's mm-hmm. important to your daily life, so it's not, it, there is a right and wrong way to go about it, no doubt. So, and some people get up on their soapbox and start preaching to you, and I feel like, like I kind of do that, and I don't. I don't want that, but I want mm-hmm. want to lay down some groundwork before I go to Cheesecake Factory and blow my whole year out of the water. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whoever you're talking to, let's say it went really well and they want to call you back for a date the next day. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm down for the count. I'm going to be sick for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still processing those carbs from the number 74 that I ordered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's good. And I think... Something that kind of weaves uh, you, Preston, and Matt, and the other two guys that I'm talking to together, is you guys are all grown-ups. You know, you are grown men that have grown men perspectives. Um, And something that I just want to say for all the ladies listening, because you guys probably don't even realize this, but you're going to get a different response from a grown man than you would from a young man. And um, I think that someone like James, who's really mature and level-headed and reasonable, um, who wants, you know, the date isn't necessarily about, he, he wants it to be about you and you having a good time as much as it is about him having a good time and getting to know you. Um, co- tell me if I'm quoting you wrong, kind of there, paraphrasing. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, but, you know, this, this perspective is something that you're probably going to encounter when you're, when you're talking to or you're dating a, like a man, a real man. So if you're not getting this kind of response, I would move on. Yeah, if they're not respectful of you, then you're, you're not dating, you're tendering, you know? It's, I mean, you're, you're in <laughs> yeah. it for the wrong, you or they are in it for the wrong reasons. So if, if it really matters and you matter to them and everything, everybody's respectful of each other's feelings and wants and whatever it is that that makes you happy and things that make you tick then it shouldn't be a big deal disclosing oh hey I'm I'm pretty conscientious about what I eat because you know that that should come up in conversation what what do you like to eat or what sort of things or where do you like to go what's your favorite bar favorite restaurant so totally. it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a big deal and I mean just as long as you don't throw it in people's face and and snap back about it you know I, I imagine the whole like uh-uh, you know, snapping. <laughs> I ain't eating there. So, I mean, and I've seen that, and it, it can get kind of dirty, but if, like I said, you pull out the respect thing, and everybody is adults about it, and you don't, it reminds me of that uh, that joke where it says a, a CrossFitter, an atheist, and uh, whatever, a paleo person walk into a bar. How do you know? Because they've told everybody in the bar within two minutes. <laughs> So that that sort of rings true, and I'm it's, I'm not dogging any of those. Yeah. I'm just Some people like to like jab it at you that that's what they do, and but it you know if you're dating, it's it's not all about that. If that's part of you, then you know weave it into conversation and get to know each other. You don't 
you don't have to uh, criticize or, you know, then again, you have people who are unequal as far as their eating habits go. And this is something that I've seen a lot in my experience and that's tough to deal with. So that's why it's nice to get it out there in the open in the beginning and everybody, you know, you're going to pick up their habits, they're going to pick up your habits. And so if like this could be a deal breaker, you may not know it, but it could be one of those things that like like drugs for me or, mm-hmm. you know, pills or any any of that stuff is sort of is a deal breaker. So when you when you have these things that weigh so heavily in your life, they need to come out, they need to be respectful and, you know, you just just take it one step at a time and don't throw it in someone's face. I think that's great. That's such a great point. Um, you know, just because, for example, like I do CrossFit too, but I don't talk about it as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started. Um, and, you know, just because whatever community you're a part of tends to be pretty, uh, I don't know, they like to talk about it a lot, like you were just saying doesn't mean that you have to be a part of that. So, you, And you don't even have to use the word paleo. If you're afraid of the buzzword paleo turning people off, um, <clears throat> something that I would say, you know, when Austin and I first started dating, I would tell him, he'd be like, you know, I, I was trying to remember how I, how I initially addressed it. And I was like, well, I just um, don't, I try not to eat any grains because they just don't make me feel good. But I can always find something to eat anywhere. Yeah. You know, and you approach it like that. And then Austin, who's another gentleman, but he went out of his way to still find me a restaurant for um, when we first started dating, restaurants we could go to that had really awesome grain-free options. You know, even though I had told him, I can find something to eat anywhere, and I still stand by that. If you go to an Italian restaurant, just order a grilled chicken salad and ask for extra chicken so you're not starving (laughs) later. Um, But, you know, it, it is about that. You don't have to say, well, I'm paleo. And leave and save that conversation for the dinner table when your partner or the person you're dating is sitting across from you, knee deep in a roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and then talk and just like James is saying, you know, that's probably the worst time to go off on a preachy kind of uh, monologue about why you're paleo. You know, something that I've learned in my relationships, because um, I've dated through paleo and now I've been engaged and married as following a paleo lifestyle. Um, just like I've learned, you know, when it comes to learning a new sport, Austin is not the best person to teach me, (laughs) you know, um, once upon a time, gosh, what did we try to, he tried to teach me something. I think it was tennis and we've just learned that it's probably better if I get a coach who's not my husband, um, to Uh teach me how to play tennis. And on the same token, I do my best not to coach him on nutrition unless he asks for it, you know, and that's always a good that's a good telling um, or a milestone. When someone turns to you and asks you for your advice, that's a good point to give it. But when it comes to relationships, it's usually best to express where you're at and try to find a way to do it where you're not trying to imply that they should be where you are at. Exactly. Yeah, nobody wants to be mothered or preached to. So mm-hmm. that's, Especially that's good. from your romantic interest. Yes, good point. <laughs> Please we, tell me how unhealthy I am. This is amazing. <laughs> tell me more. This is awesome. Would you like another glass of wine? Me neither. <laughs> and I'll have another beignet and a knee-deep roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, awesome. Well, James, this has been really helpful. 
Oh, I hope so. Yeah, it really has been. Thank you so much for joining me, my dapper, gracious cousin. Oh, you are gracious. Thank you. You want me to say more things? Um, yes. Let's hear it. <laughs> I want the full breadth and depth of my beauty online. <laughs> You're spoken like a true business development professional right there, James Hunter. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. It's fun. I like this. Oh, good. I thought, I was, I thought the whole video thing was going to happen. Yeah, now your picture popped up. Oh, good. So, But it's a little fuzzy. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Well, that's on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. It's airbrushed. Like, <laughs> the whole picture just has a film over it. I don't, know, I don't know actually how to airbrush things, so I just make the whole picture fuzzy. <laughs> just say it's airbrushed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So thanks again, James. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir. Lastly, bachelor number three. Okay, and then back for my third and final interview. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to a very dear friend of mine. His name is Dr. Matt. Well, Matt, can I tell them your last name or do you want to be incognito? I don't care. You don't have to call me a Dr. Matt either. Well, I'll just call you. I'm just going to call you straight up Dr. Matt then. <laughs> I'm going to make right, you feel perfect. really comfortable. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Matt Vasquez. Uh, Matt and I met at Texas A&M University. Back in the day, we've known each other for, I don't know, 10 years? Yeah, probably a while. Yeah, I guess it was. 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, Matt was, I mean, he really is another, he's, he's a friend that I really do think of as a brother, always have. My parents love him. Um, they always ask if we've caught up with Matt and how he's doing. And... Uh, he um he right now he's actually living in Bethesda, Maryland. He is a general surgery resident at Walter Reed. Very proud of him. He's an awesome guy. He's another gentleman. Um he is a he's an adult, so he's gonna be able to give you some really great perspectives from um really just what it's like to date uh well, let me rephrase that. Adult. I don't know about adult, but That's okay. A big boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Matt is a general surgery resident at Walter Reed in Bethesda, Maryland, and really proud of him. He's wonderfully accomplished. He's got a great sense of humor. Uh, he's always been somebody that I felt confident and comfortable in confiding in. He's always given me great advice, so I thought, who better to bring to this show than my awesome friend, Matt? He's such a gem. He just got home from uh, working really long shifts, and he's hopping on for this call. Anyway, so thanks so much for joining me, Matt. Hi. <laughs> That was good. That was your first kind of word on a podcast. I know. Congratulations. This, this is just like cereal. <laughs> it is. Do you feel like you're on cereal? A little bit. <laughs> Except today we're going to debunk the mystery that is dating a paleo woman. So mm. to kind of brief you, Matt, uh, nowadays, you know, there are more and more of us ladies who are following a healthy lifestyle. We're fit, active, and we like to eat healthy foods, but we also like to go out on really fun dates. So I've asked three of you guys, my dear friends, uh, to join me to answer some of these questions directly. So to kick things off, what is your perspective? Um, and feel free to give me all or as many of your thoughts as you have on dating somebody who follows a paleo lifestyle. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, it's not really, it's not too bad, I don't think. I mean, I dated one girl who was very paleo at one time. Um, and it wasn't too hard. I mean, the food, I mean, I can pretty much eat anything. So... Like that wasn't really a big deal. Um, it was just more of like having to be more conscious of what we were eating, I guess it was. Because 
I mean, I didn't get this this size by like not by eating paleo. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, I'm kind of like want to go out and have dinner, and you know, because I, I work all the time, so I always want to go out and have dinner and have a good time and drink whatever and eat whatever and just kind of experience food whatever. But um, occasionally, I the you know it can be difficult at times because you know you have to stick to the whole paleo caveman whatever you guys call it thing um as we as we as, as the listeners can tell i do not do paleo <laughs> yeah n- uh, none of you do um yeah. and that's kind of why i wanted to bring you on is because you guys i mean you guys have an you have a awesome awareness um of really just health in general health and wellness and you also really respect people and their choices and it's just kind of picking your brain on the best ways i guess us gals can approach the situation you know, uh, if we are I mean, dating like, somebody who doesn't uh, follow, Austin definitely is not paleo. He just happens, he just happens to eat what I cook sometimes. That's what, and, yeah, that's why I like him. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not hard dating a girl that's paleo. I mean, I think like girls can be more conscious and understand that like guys aren't going to do it. But for the most part, it wasn't really that hard because you know when I cooked, it wasn't. I mean, I don't necessarily. I'm not an unhealthy person when I cook, but you know when I cook they were always fine with it and then of course when they cooked their paleo stuff i would just eat whatever you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you can just put any food in front of me and i would just you know scarf it down really fast and so that really it wasn't really i don't i wouldn't say it was really that hard i don't think it was anything you have to like prep yourself for when you're dating someone that like eats paleo all the time mm-hmm. it's just you just kind of like go with it and understand they're going to try some things and you're like you know you have to do the whole like boyfriend thing you're like eating it you're like oh my god this is so good but in your mind you're like oh my god this is the worst thing in the world you know what i mean <laughs> And so you just kind of had to go with it. And it's, I mean, it's not that hard, honestly. Those weren't any of my recipes, were they? Uh, <laughs> of course not, Cassie. Of course not. <laughs> I mean, and then, and then I, I, would always try, I would always try to like make paleo things for her at, the, at times because mm-hmm. she had this like book. It was just called like Nom Nom Paleo, I think it was. And so, I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge book. It's a huge, bunch of recipes. So it was always easy to find something that, I mean, my my thing with paleo is like as long as it has some kind of meat in it, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, it was pretty easy just to find stuff and make stuff and enjoy it together. So that's awesome. That's really sweet. So I guess what you're getting at is it's not a big deal. No, um, it's not a big deal at all. People that make it a big deal are just they're looking for an excuse probably not to date that person or um, mm-hmm. are just a pain in the ass. I mean, good God, it's once you get older, it's like why be so picky about things? Just trying to enjoy things and try new things and. I don't know, enjoy life. Like, screw it. If someone doesn't, if someone like wants to eat whatever they want to eat all the time, it's just try new things and enjoy things, and that can make dating fun. And either you like the person because of a bunch of things that are impressive about them, or you don't like them. But being paleo is not one thing that should be like a deal breaker. Oh, that's good. That's a quotable quote, friend. Plus, everyone likes wine, so I don't think that's paleo. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it yeah, it it depends on who you ask. I definitely partake in wine. I know. <laughs> and champagne. So. And champagne. This is weird that we're doing this and not getting pedicures. You know what I mean? Like It really is. I'm glad you brought that up because I was <laughs> <laughs> When I originally wrote what I was going to say about you, I was going to say that one of our favorite pastimes together is sitting in a pedicure. 
That's fine. I don't get so, embarrassed. You can tell people. I don't care. Yeah, you don't get embarrassed. The one time we were sitting there getting a pedicure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the first time. It was the first time. It was the first time. Matt, just to paint you guys a picture, is, I mean, he's not a slight man. He's, how tall are you? You're like. 6'2". You're, he's a tall dude. He's definitely a man's man. And we're sitting there in these pedicure chairs in San Antonio, Texas, and he's just humoring me. And I even brought in, I think we brought in champagne or something. We did. I think your mom was there, too. We brought, like, champagne and... Yeah, it was good. We it were was, just like sitting there drinking. It was so much fun. We were having a good time. And they then put that all... warm stuff on my feet that like got all the bad <laughs> stuff off of it. I don't really know. This little Asian chick was like scrubbing my foot and I kept laughing because it was real ticklish, remember? You were the most – literally <laughs> there were 50 people in this giant nail salon and I think they all sat up to turn around and look at Matt. He was laughing so hard. And anyways, we were sitting there. He's having a good time and he was so nervous and I – I got him to go because I was like, you don't know anybody in San Antonio. Yeah. Nobody's going to show up that you know. And sure enough, this lady walks in and goes, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one of my friends from uh, college, from hospitality. We were like, and we like known each other for like three years. And yeah, I was like, oh my God. And of course, she had a Facebook post. <laughs> haven't seen Matt Vasquez in like five years, but I see him at a pedicure salon in San Antonio. So it was wonderful. But I still go. I still go to this day. I mean, I go with you every time I see you. I think. And then, yeah. Uh, my current girlfriend the other day was like, "I just really want a pedicure," and I was like, "Oh my god, I love pedicures." <laughs> and so, did you save that nugget for um, when y'all had already gotten into the uh, relationship, or did you tell her on the first date? You should know this about me. <laughs> I yeah, like pedicures. Uh, I know, right? A couple things you need to know about me. Uh, I don't. I don't do paleo. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, no, it was like a couple months into it, and then she was just like, I really want a pedicure, and I, I think I was complaining my feet were hurting or something, and she was like, I really want a pedicure, and I was just, oh, perfect, because I love pedicures, <laughs> let's get like two bottles of champagne and go to the place a block from your house, and so <laughs> it was lovely. That sounds lovely. She's a very, very lucky lady. Yeah. I'm going to record that part and show it to her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I mean, I think, and I guess what I want you guys to get a, get from all of these interviews is that there are really sweet, amazing men out there. And at the end of the day, like Matt said, if someone is going to give you a hard time about the way you choose to eat, if even if you're just healing yourself, if you're just trying to get over something, which is usually when people are really strict paleo, is when they're trying to heal or meet a certain goal, um, then they're using it as an excuse. And it's good to use that as an opportunity to move on to the yeah. next person. So that's really great. What would you say is when would you say is the best time to tell somebody that you follow a paleo lifestyle? Um, so I don't I don't believe in the, I mean I'm not the most successful dater. Obviously, we all know this, but like I don't think there's any point in like lying or hiding who you are on the first date. Like yeah, you just tell people whenever you start or go, the first time you have drinks with them. Or I mean, obviously, don't like sit down grab some water and be like, oh my God, by the way, I got to tell you, I, I eat paleo. No, let's not, let's not get crazy here. All right. Mm -hmm. But like, obviously the, so the first dates, I, don't, I think I've only really been on like four or five first dates, like real first dates. But, um, like the first date's always like discovering about the other person and you know, everyone always complains like, oh my God, the first date is the hardest date. And I think the first date's the easiest date because it's like, you just ask a bunch of questions to this girl and feed her alcohol, you know? <laughs> and so like, you know, and so you can just ask a bunch of questions and eventually it's going to come up like first dates, my most recent first date with my current girlfriend, like, I mean, first off, I, we didn't, I didn't realize it was a, neither of us realized it was a date until like five dates later that we realized the first date was actually the first date. But like still, um, I mean, we were just talking for like three hours about everything random and then, you know, 
it's easy to slip in during that time like oh hey by the way like I follow this lifestyle that you know that my friend Dr. Matt doesn't believe in. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, just I mean, just to be honest with people on the first day. It's stupid if you just um, like hide it or try to be someone you're not for like five or six dates. And granted, like we talked about earlier, like you know, being paleo really shouldn't be a deal breaker. If someone uses that as a, as a deal breaker, then like they obviously don't really like you. Um, but you should just be honest. The first like on the first or second date, like especially if you go out to dinner, you know, just just be honest about. It. Or especially, you know, especially because you know you don't want the guy to take you to some restaurant where you're not going to be able to eat everything because you strictly follow this paleo lifestyle. So, it's just easier to be upfront yourself, and then you guys can figure out if you like yourself or not. And if you don't like yourself, you can, especially in the, the days of like Tinder, Match, Bumble, God, what what the, what the hell else is out there? Oh my know, gosh, coffee, there's more. Bagels, Zeus, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm intimately involved in several friends' uh, uh, dating lives online, and so <laughs> I know all about this stuff. Um, <laughs> But, you know, especially with, like, the smorgasbord of availability to females and men out there, you just be honest the first time. If they don't like it, that's fine. Move on. If, so I would just say, so the, long, the short answer to that very long response is you should just tell people what you feel comfortable, like, on the first few dates. I think that's great. That's great advice. It doesn't have to be an elephant in the room. It doesn't have to be anything that you're trying to hide. And I think that it kind of comes down to we're all adults, we're all grown-ups, and you can just – it's a share yeah. a part of who you are and what you're up to just kind of like telling them what you do for a living yeah well this is good this is so helpful do you have any other w- nuggets of wisdom for these ladies listening and maybe there's some dudes that also listen to probably not but um i'm just kidding <laughs> um i don't know nuggets about what dating yeah just uh advice if you had to give girls advice about dating um see it's, it's hard to give dating advice now i feel because because um, me and my friends were talking about this the other day, and it's like, what is the hardest part about dating in this society? You know, mm-hmm. and we were, we were, me and my buddy were talking about. One of my buddies is like, he's one of the people that's on every dating website in the world, and I really think one of the hardest parts about dating these days is like, there's so much like the technology of the day and age. You know, for mm-hmm. instance, if we had just met. I could like go find you on Facebook with like two. I, all I need is your name. This is kind of creepy. I promise I'm not a stalker, but <laughs> literally on Facebook, all I need is your name and like another data point, and I can find you. And so, like, I think like dating is like super hard these days because, you know, first off, there's always a better option when you're like on these websites, mm-hmm. and there's also you know there's no secret about anyone anymore. Like I can find out anything I want to know about anyone in a matter of seconds online. So it kind of takes the fun out of dating. And especially with all the online dating and stuff like that. So I don't really have any great advice. I just think that it's my, I feel bad for people. I mean, it's my, I mean, I'm really lucky right now that I have the girl I'm currently dating, Lily. I met her at work and, mm-hmm. um, and I tried online dating for like a couple of times. I hate it. I hate online dating for a, the brief minute I did online dating. I freaking hated it. But I just got very lucky that I met her at work and then we had a, you know, we just kind of hit it off and went out for a few drinks and then all the other good stuff. But I mean, it's, it's again, it's hard to give people advice in this day and age because I just feel like it's so much different from back in the day. I mean, you know, back in even when we were in college, you you met someone at the bar, you met someone through friends. Facebook was just coming up, and so there wasn't like I couldn't like find your bikini picture or I couldn't find like the ex boyfriend picture or anything like that online. I just met you, got to know you, and if we liked it, we hit it off. And so now it's like so hard because it's always there's always a better option on the Tinder, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or there's or there's no secret about anyone. You know everything about everyone the minute you, you meet them. And so I actually kind of feel bad for people that have to, I mean, who knows, I might be single after this conversation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
But. So I think you've been great. I think I think that's a that's a there is actually a lot of wisdom in that. And maybe maybe the point is I think that there's people who have great success with online dating. Um, oh yeah, yeah. In, my, you know, buddy, my buddy's an expert at it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I know folks who've gotten married and are super super happy. Um, you know, kind of a happily ever after kind of story. But I mean, Austin and I we met back in college and. I just think that there's there's a lot to be said with putting down your phone and yeah. getting out into the world and socializing for real, joining some joining a gym, meeting people there, and just making. I know it's probably more effort and it's even scarier because it's not what we're used to. But getting to know people face to face, it's somebody yeah. somebody that I uh, really respect um, online. He says it's um, we need more social and less media. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you guys, um, you can find Matt in Bethesda. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, um, if you're looking for a good time, um, feel free to look up Matt at, uh, just kidding. Um, Oh, but. um, Move to Bethesda. It's like, I do not like living up here. So, especially if you're from Texas. (laughs) Yeah, right now, I was bragging a little bit earlier. It was 70 something degrees here, and Matt was telling me it's 19 there. So. And there was like a blizzard recently where it was like three feet of snow. And so that was awful. You know, I was such a jerk I when that blizzard happened to you guys. We went on a walk that morning and it had frozen the night before. And there was this like, oh. <laughs> there was this frost on the weeds of where we walked by. And I took a video of it and I said, this is Texas snow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I would have killed you. I, I like, know. I look at the hospital for like 48 hours because of the blizzard. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to let you go, Matt. Um, thank you so much for logging on. And you guys, remember, if you've got more questions, feel free to, to pop them in at the, uh, in the comments below, and I'll see if I can get you some more answers. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week.